How good is being sober? I haven't tried this for about, I haven't tried this for about fucking 30 years. We're here again, and uh, we've gotten about nine or ten weeks in now, and I finally said it right. So you're welcome. Well done. Uh, well done. Welcome. I think we're on week week ten, are we? Week ten. I think so. Excellent. We've got nobody this far. knows anything. We just know that Sasha's not here. So if you're watching <laughs> this live video on your flight, feeling rough, Sash, you're not missed. Don't no. rush back. No. What have we got? Well, we've got heaps on today. A lot of sport to sort of go through. Uh, Carlo is very excited because we've got a new uh, whiteboard. A whiteboard. Thanks. Yeah, I just, uh, you know, what can I say? I just love sport. <laughs> <laughs> You've just turned up like a giggling giggling schoolgirl today. Have you got, what's, what's happening? Did you get what, late? What, what, have you, what have you got on this afternoon? Why are you so happy? Nothing. Why have you gone red? Nothing. Why are you brushing? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> Am I exposing anyway, you? Look at what we've got. We've got some cracking. We've got cracking sport. I'm not telling you anything. We do, we do. We have heaps to talk about today. We're going uh, to talk about the AFL. There's a <laughs> focus, boys. Focus. I'm focused. I'm ruining his life. <laughs> uh, Kobe Stevens, unfortunately, he's been knocked out two weeks in a row um, and possibly might not even have a career following that. Mm. Uh, so we're going to discuss that a little bit more. The NBA finals, the playoffs are happening as we speak. We won't go too much into it because it's obviously going to be outdated by the time we hit on Monday, but we'll know whether, yeah, the Cavs can turn that around. Uh, Soccer World Cup, obviously, it's coming up in a couple of weeks. You boys are frothing on the Russians. Yeah. It's it's (laughs) going to be crazy in many ways. So many ways, so many ways, so many dangerous ways as well too. Uh, Boxing, we didn't get to talk about it last week, but Lomachenko, because it was on the Sunday, right after we did this. Yeah. Yeah, so that's definitely going to get touched on. And then finishing off with the things that we know best all about the NRL, Cam Smith's retirement, the send-offs. We do like sending them. Um, the Biff is back. Yeah, the Biff's back. Yeah, the Biff is it's back. Crazy, Magic. Welcome yeah. back. Also, Ben Barber, Todd Carney will discuss that. And obviously, Origin Chat. Yeah, well, you can't miss that. So that's coming up as well too. So let's kick off. I mean, Carlo, you brought this one to the table with the AFL. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, basically, Kobe Stevens uh, plays for St Kilda, got knocked out in round one, uh, concussion, came back in round two, got concussed again. Uh, but following that, now he's he's had massive bouts of dizziness, uh, hot and cold spells. You know, um, you know, there's real concern there that considering what's going on, he, he could actually be rubbed out of the game due to concussion. Now, I've not, I think, I've not known any other player to be in that in, in that situation, but. You know, this is the time that we're talking about now. We're talking about um, the athletes are so prepared and they're, they're so fit. Uh, one one knock, one whack to the head, and with a concussion rule both in both uh, sports now, HIA, it's taken a massive account. So, you know, what, what, what what's going on there? It what do you seems, reckon? It seems like that's a pretty quick comeback from round one to round yeah, two. I was with a concussion, too, yeah. you know, it, it's generally an hour. I've got a two-week sit-out, two-round yeah. sit-out. Yeah. I, I find that, and and I don't know if you can somewhat handle the degree of the concussion. Like if 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 some are worse than others, but I, I would have thought that you've given overhaul rule of right. Do you know what? You've done it round one. I'm not going to see you till round three, with doctor's permission. Failing that round four. Well, you got, you got to put your you got you got to question the duty of care there by the club doctor. You know, have they done the the right testing to to bring him back in round two? You know, considering that a career's on the line, is it? 
Um, what, what have they done? You know, the, the players' welfare comes first and foremost, you know, making sure that they're healthy for, for long term. And that's that's got to be paramount. But it just feels like something's not right there. Is, it, is that going to be a compensation rule, you know, down the line? Is it going to be a court case? I mean, uh, I mean, that's a bit quick to say so now. But if he does come to the point he has to retire due to these injuries, then he will be compensated for in, in certain ways. But it all co- it's, it comes down to um, th- this is a club's responsibility too. As a club, I, I understand you pay these players. You want them on the field performing for you, but at what cost? And it can't be at his health. It can't be at a, something as severe as a head injury as well. So if, if he's on there, I, I understand how rugby league works. and I understand how a lot of other sports work. You're a piece of meat with a number on your back in many ways, and you're there to make the money. But if this is going to be the, the outcome of it, then, then something needs to be looked at. But there's still going to be a responsibility put back on the player as well too. I believe he's off contract at the end of the year. So, Correct, I mean, yeah. you know, was he truthful in terms of how bad his headaches were, his dizziness, to be able to sort of turn it around? In his essence, he's wanting to keep contracted or get signed somewhere else. So he's wanting to turn up day in, day out. And that's where it also falls back as well. Well, there's also the responsibility there on the club and the doctors. And the two-week rule in rugby league is in mm. there for a reason. Yeah. Because players will come back. Because yeah. they're going to want to play. And the, yeah. and the management are going to want them to play. And the, the club are going to want them to play. And the doctor then will have pressure put on him. If he says no and you want, you want your superstars out there, of course you do. Yeah. So I think that the rugby league one, the two-week rule out, without any argument, is a brilliant one. Yeah. I agree, but I think the whole point of independent testing being there with the HIA stuff is that if you've been... Um had a concussion, you must do a, a test that's uh, been 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 provided yeah. by the governing body. I couldn't pass that test. But that's that. after te- <laughs> I couldn't pass that test without a head knock. Yeah, it's, it's the, fucking it is, hard. Yeah, very, very <laughs> hard. You concuss, yeah. that's why. <laughs> yeah, but, it, but it's there for that reason. So... Did he? Obviously, we don't know. But did he pass the test in, in week one after week one mm. to then um, you know play are they in week two? In well, AFL with their testing. I think they like only that. test you after 10, ten days, which then makes it awkward again because this is he's back the following week. It's sad ultimately that potentially you know Kobe Stevens you know feeling for him right now because you know it's affecting mm. his normal life. He's not life with his friends and family. Like he says, he's struggling driving. Loud noises are really affecting his um, headaches. You know, it's horrible to hear. You know, and and the story. You know, I, I do I do tell people you know search it and have a read of the story. It's really interesting. Is there is, is there any more due diligence by the club? Are they sending in for head scans? Is there any talk about where he's going to be next? Yeah. The sp- yeah, they're, they're, they're waiting for more testing to be done by a specialist to find out whether it's going to be a chronic kind of injury which is ongoing. Uh, so real sad news there, but we wish Colby all the best. Yeah. And, and, you know, in any sport that you play, we want you to be safe. We want you to play hard, fair, but also we want you to go home to your family. Uh, yeah. And that's really important. Yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, there was a, a few little upsets in the AFL. You went to the Swans game as well too. You crossed yeah, the line last night. Yeah, well, it's an amazing experience there at the CJ, isn't it? I absolutely love it. Yeah. I, I, Absolutely love it. I think they do it really, really well. Uh, you know, there's karaoke on at quarter times. Yeah. <laughs> all the crowd. Sweet Caroline ch- gets oh, turned out. Brilliant. There. Absolutely brilliant. So, um, and, and you know what I do like that I think they do better than the NRL is there is so much going on in the forecourt, you know, when you're just actually yeah, going yeah, into you it. Go in, yeah. And you have to walk through it. There's a DJ arm playing music, loads yeah. of little beer tents everywhere, craft beer tents, you know, experience for the kids, experience for the adults. 
it's just really well it's done. It's brilliant. I, I think the three NRL tragics, like we've got sat here, <laughs> they, they they piss all over the NRL yeah. in, in the way that they put on a spectacle for the game. But the atmosphere within the crowd is also incredible. Yeah. It's electric. You actually feel like you're... The fans are so passionate. And even the ones that are not diehards and not tragics, they get involved. They, you know, they, they get involved in the songs and the singing and the chanting, and it's brilliant. Yeah. And, you know, you come to watch superstars like Buddy, Buddy Franklin again. He's cracked it again, 300 you know, goals for the Swans. He mate. did it for Hawthorne. He's come over here and he's done it again for the Swans. Yeah, he's well, worth that big contract now, isn't he? <laughs> he could be in trouble, though. Uh, I don't know if the you've elbow. seen it. He yeah, the elbow. elbow out, he was right I? in front of us, actually. And he's gone in hard to get the ball. And I think he's just trying to get his hands out the way and get the ball out so he can... Uh, did he tell you that? No, yeah. no, but that's what I saw. Because you didn't see any action, but yeah. he's caught the bloke square in the <laughs> nose and cheek. All right, here we are. Judge and jury. I'm Buddy Franklin. You're going to punish me. What do I get? Eight weeks. Wow. Wow. No, no, I'm only joking. Yeah. I don't know. I think it's a. I think it's a careless. Yeah. More than reckless. Uh, so I think you know he, he will go down for probably one intent. match. Intent. Yeah. Uh, I don't think the intent was there. That's why I think it was careless mm. rather than reckless. I mean, it's nice to see the Swans turned it around. They didn't start off well, did they? They were six and zero. Yeah. And now they're 111, 52 win yesterday. They spanked. Absolutely spanked Frio. Yeah. And I heard a few murmurs in the crowd saying, "Well, they did this last week and got beat." <laughs> so you know what I mean they were, they, they, they were winning by 30 points at half time and yeah. up getting beat so again I think there was a little bit of worry there but they actually played really well you know, the movement what I could see uh, and my limited experience and knowledge <laughs> about AFL it, it was it was a pleasure to watch it really is and, and they've got me I, I, I'll yeah. go again yeah definitely yeah definitely it's, it's a great spectacle I went and watched Carlton when I was down in there and Daisy <laughs> Thomas is now uh, our mate Daisy Thomas now recovering from a shiner from a uh, previous game yeah Sent a couple of pictures. It looks like a good one. Hey, like, it's, like it's, it's like Tilly started it. Learn it, dark man. Not shiner. It's some makeup. I have no idea. He's a bit fruity, is our, our Daisy. All right. Well, let's move on from that. Uh, NBA. The finals are happening today. So by the time this podcast comes out on Monday night, it's going to be in the bag. But yeah. Yeah. so let's forget it then. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's the final time. What about LeBron James going for his eighth consecutive final? Hmm. Well, it's not looking good for them at the minute. They're 2-0 no, no. down. They need to win today, tonight. Yeah. Celtics have done off. a great job there. You know, can, again, LeBron James is only one person. Yeah. There is a team there yeah. that, that needs to perform. And, uh, you know, I'm sure that the, the astound, uh, the, the actual, the professional that he is, he'll, he'll get that team yeah. uh, moving in the right direction. Right. That's it. You're like, that's and a, that's yeah, all we've got. Yeah, well, the Warriors and the the Warriors and the Rockets are playing, and the Rockets, the Rockets, the Warriors and the Rockets. That's easy for you to say. I'm speaking pedigree. Sixty six is a bit sausages. Can you say Can you say Roger Rabbit? Roger Rabbit. And that that's being shared one game all at the moment. So the best of seven in that semi final to go through to the final and win the World Series of Handball. Is that what it's called? Oh, shit. I don't know. <laughs> shut up. Idiot. Yeah. Oh, it's, right. it's been a while since you've caught that, but shut up, Carl. <laughs> just, just this is where we loved. miss Sash because he's not here to just... Shut up! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Monty Burns. Uh, Monty Burns. Monty we do Burns. miss him. We do miss him. We'll be back another week. Um, also, I just want to let you know, if you are following us on the podcast, don't forget where we've got our Instagram, our Facebook, and, of course, you've got to rate and subscribe um, and everything on our podcast. But... Moving on, the round ball, staying on that sort of shape. Soccer ball. Soccer yeah. Oh, look, Carlos get excited. He's picked oh. his phone up. Oh, I know, he's just like, that's he's it. He's got I'm notes. Some stats. <laughs> I, I, I was reading through this before, and, and you know, France have named their team, their 23 man squad. 
Martial's what about the exclusions? Martial's not in it. No, Martial. Well, we Manchester United fans, Carlo and I, so yeah. we want to see Martial in there, but no. Mate, I thought it. he's been actually all right for, for Manchester United. Yeah. Uh, he definitely deserves to be in the squad. But uh, yeah, he's been a massive omission there for, for France. And, mm-hmm. and did, did, was it Deschamps, who's the coach? Yeah. Deschamps, if he doesn't get this right, Arsene Wenger now has just set himself up because he's just finished with Arsenal. Yeah. I think he's setting himself up here. Yeah. If he doesn't get a result here, he's out and, and I, I potentially win could be in it could be look it could be a big thing but France will have a they'll have a strong team if they feel like they can afford to leave the likes of Martial out he's obviously confident he's got something better in there and more confidence in depth without him being in there too no, I think the ones to beat. I'm going to give you my. I think Germany yeah. are just going to be too. Well, good. I was going to ask you what. Have you have you done any betting? I think no, no, no betting. But Chris I tell is you not what, betting anymore. Remember, I oh, yeah, think I think this is the best chance that England are going to have for a long, long time. I I, I really do. They've they've named a young squad. Oh, they've got all this. They've, they've got all this, this. This fearlessness. Do you know what? The fearlessness of youth. It's like you watch NRL stars come through now, and we talked about the young and how fearless they are and how much they just play free flowing. I think. England are going to be very similar to it. Well, there was yeah. a few, Harry Kane will drive that, and he's not old. Wasn't there a few in the English side that got um, overlooked as well too in Joe terms Hart. of selections? Yeah, yeah. Joe Hart, who's yeah. been the number one for don't know the last five to ten years, uh, incumbent. Um, basically, he's, he's he's been not forced out, but he's been replaced with uh, Jordan Pickford and mm. Pope from Burnley. You know, he's uh, again, is it a changing of the guard? Now, Gareth, for, for those that don't know, Gareth Southgate, who's the English manager, was the under-21s coach. Yeah. So I think he knows a lot of these youngsters that yeah. are coming through. Jesse Lingard, you know, he's one of them. He's, there's a number of young players that are coming through. Lo- Loftus-Cheek, you know, uh, the, the lad from Liverpool. It's going to be really, really interesting. In terms, in terms of the England team, for the last 20 years, they've had one of the best teams you'll ever see on paper. Yeah. They've never gelled. There's been too many Eagles. There's been too many captains. Too many Chiefs, not enough Indians. There's, there's been a whole case of that. And if you don't change it, then you're going to go through the same thing well, over and over again. Now, hopefully for Gareth Southgate, this is the change that needed to happen because he's got a young, vibrant, quick, free-flowing playing squad. Yep. And I reckon they could be a, a little bit of a dark horse. There's no... <laughs> Loyalty call in there. Jeez. There's no, yeah, there's no favoritism. There's no roots kicking in. There's nothing. Huh? Well, the, Phil Jones was in the squad, right? He's shit. But Chris Smalling wasn't. Chris Smalling's been terrible. Uh, well, equally both of them. Out, he gets cut the, out. The problem for me is in that back. I think in in the defence. I think uh, in in the central central back position, they've been playing John Sto- John Stones there, and John Stones is a ball playing centre back. Okay. More like a midfield as a centre back, but he, he plays it very well. I, I don't know. I, it'll be really interesting to see how he goes. To be honest, it will be. Look, it's going to be an exciting time when Australians get across it. Speaking of Australians, yeah, they do qualify. They have a tough group. Now, will they make the group stages? I don't think so. I think my only bet would be, will they score a goal? Well, do you know what though, mate? I think uh, I was looking at the group. Uh, I'm just trying to find where the groups are now. But I, I, I think. Um, there's a real potential there that they can go in as number two. I think they've got Peru. They've got France. Australia got France first up. Yeah. Yeah, they've Russia got France. And, Russia and Saudi Arabia, Morocco and Iran, France and Australia, Egypt, Uruguay, Portugal, Spain, and Argentina versus Iceland. Is that right? Have I read yeah, that? No, yeah, just we're looking for the group, so. Sorry, we're looking for the group. Yeah, I mean, you're first. Day one to three. Yeah, yeah. So that's the first game of the group, though. Mm. So I think if... Australia are Australia playing France first? Yeah, 
No, that, I just made that up. All right, okay. Sorry, I wasn't listening. <laughs> Did I stutter? Um, that one will be really interesting. And if if they can get a, a draw out of that, they've got every chance of going through. Mm. And, and I think England are in with Peru and Tunisia. You know what I mean? Mm. Like um, they, They've got every chance of qualifying one or two. And and listen, it's a game. You know, these are the finals. It doesn't take much for them then to um, you know, to progress quite quickly. And every team that struggled in the group stages really sometimes, most times, goes on to win the. Yeah. Mm. Well, Australia uh, have got France, Peru, and Denmark. That's yeah. it. Denmark that's, yeah. are the ones. That's yeah. tough. Yeah, that Denmark. is tough. I I can't see them. I, I hope I, I hope you prove me wrong. The power rankings here see Brazil as number one. Yeah. And out of the thirty-two teams, Australia are thirty. So. The power rankings don't really go in their favour, but like you say, that means absolutely nothing come the day, and I really hope they qualify, although in a professional Peru, speaking rank, you know I don't think they will. Peru, South American side, you know, they've been in the finals a number of times, mm-hmm. you know, they're, they're a little bit of a dark horse in that group, and Denmark, Scandinavian side, <clears throat> they've always proven very well, in the, the end, they won in, in 1986, they won the uh, European Championship, so even though it was a minnow country, they've got potential to win something, so it's, it's exciting, it's exciting. It's you, like went to, you went to the opening, didn't you? you I went did, to launch. I did, up to uh, a launch, and they're, they're showing all 64 games on on their their fetch tv box yep and yeah it, it was actually a really good launch it, it, it was nice in the fact that you know you see the, the the opinions of some past players from the socceroos and you know their thoughts on australia's qualification chances and even they're not too convinced that they'll do too well but we all hope they do we'll have yeah, to get uh, mel mclaughlin on the show during the world we cup sure. on tour yeah, so, she's absolutely brilliant she loves her football yeah. and she's my neighbor too Oh, is she? She emceed the event on Tuesday. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, she is. She's yeah. an absolute belter human. Yeah, she cool. was talking about you, actually, Renee. Oh, good. She said, keep her away from me. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, she, was, she definitely knows me then. She, she was definitely asking about you. She was. Now, look, we've still got three weeks before this kicks off, so mm. let's, let's yeah. not shoot your load all, all over once. Let's, um, <laughs> well, something for different for you. <laughs> <clears throat> Save a little. <laughs> All right. Um, now, as I said, we were sort of in the studio last time and we, we missed the opportunity to uh, discuss Lemachenko. Oh, oh my man. God. Five foot seven. Just pure joy to watch. Uh, look, I I saw the result before I watched the fight, which I was absolutely oh, filthy. Yeah. I was absolutely filthy about it. I couldn't help it. I had to, like, because I was at the football, so I couldn't watch it. I was at yeah. the South game. So I'm just on Twitter and just, like, checking out as it was going. I'm like, Shit. And actually, a friend of ours, a former world champion from the UK, Jamie Moore. He um he he posted his opinion on Instagram. Yeah, and he says he thinks Lomachenko will hit the canvas in round six. He did. No way. Wow. But, he called it. But he would stop him in round nine or ten. He stopped him in ten. So he's now calling himself fucking Nostradamus. Yeah, I was yeah. Just <laughs> if you're tuning in, Jamie Moore, yeah, you are. Like, hey, any well, lottery got, numbers? He's wow. got a very good. Uh, he's got a very good camp at the moment. Jamie he's got a great, Moore. A great, uh, great and camp. He just, Tommy Tommy Cole from his camp won a won a uh, intermediate. Title mm. and he's got obviously Cal Frampton as well who, who came through. Oh, he's got some. He's so got he's doing really well. And I, the, the murmurs around that is that he really creates a really good camp and a good team environment. He's and got a, he's got a good atmosphere around it. Well, going going back to the Linares and Lomafai, I think Linares is a cracking boxer. Yeah. Oh, well, you saw doubt. that cracking without boxer. Doubt. There, there has to be a rematch on the cards. There. I think he was actually hard done by by the referee. I think he was up before the ten. No, no he wasn't. No, he, he, he wasn't. Was was I mean, you, you can love him all you want, Cal, yeah. but you can't call that. That's bullshit. Uh, I, I, nah. I thought he could have got through. No that. way, mate. He was wounded. He was so wounded. He, that liver punch, like it was seriously so, like hit from three inches away, and like 
Go on. Yeah. It's like uh, snippets of Bruce Lee's inch punch, wasn't it? He yeah, just came from nowhere. Exactly right. yeah. But they slowed it down. They watched it back and they slowed it down. And it was still too quick to see when you slowed yeah. it down. That's how fast it was. Yeah, and I replayed it so many times. That pace and that power in round 10 after 10 or nine solid rounds of boxing. Like they weighed in at 135 pounds each. All right. Lomachenko could only gain to 139 That's when he had a 24-hour period, yeah. Linares went in at 153. Crazy. That's the difference in weight. That's that's how much weight he gained over the that's two days. That's water weight, yeah. though. That just makes you feel slow and sluggish. Yeah. Like I just, he I, didn't look too slow and sluggish no, to well, me. No, he didn't. No, 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 absolutely no. No, no, but but I tell you what, it's... So that, that's that's three weight like, like, three world champion weight divisions for Lomachenko mm. in twelve fights. Yeah, yeah it's crazy. Hey, like four hundred amateur fights, two medals at the Olympics. Like it's not like it's you know he's only had twelve fights. You've no. got to remember that. You know, oh no! Oh no! But, but the weight <coughs> level that, yeah. that is but against yeah. the kind of people he's fighting. The the best the best before that was Oscar De La Hoya and it took him twenty two. Yeah. Can I ask you if your dad had turned around to you as a you were a boxer? We'll say with rugby league in particular with what you played, and your dad went. I'm taking you out of the sport for a couple of years and you're going to go dancing. Five years of dancing, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, you're not allowed to walk into the, onto the football field. You've just got to dance for five years. How do you reckon that would have been received by you? What then or now? Now I'd probably thank <laughs> no, you for no, it. you'd be <laughs> like... <"Yeah." laughs> to be honest, it would have done him better. Oh, 100%. Have you seen him on the dance floor? Yeah, and his knees, <laughs> his knees are sponsored by Nestle. Yeah. So uh, chocolate knees. Yeah, Eddie would have went, oh, you know, piss off dancing. You're probably better at it. Yeah, 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 he it's kept calling story. him chocolate knees. But I didn't say you running the half marathon today. No, he didn't run the half marathon. I've got chocolate knees. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> I've got chocolate knees. Back from an knee reconstruction. Lada, right. where yeah. was you? Um, nowhere really. In bed, <laughs> having breakfast. You don't even know he was on. <laughs> you can't but I think we think we should challenge ourselves and do the city, walk the city to surf. You run it. You for, run for one KFC. of our charities. Well, I'm um I'm hosting the start of it, so. Yeah, well, I'm going to be the voice that you hear at three in the morning. Oh, just what brilliant, you hear, excellent, but. I think we should definitely do that. Anyway, going back to the boxing. <laughs> hey, I did sit there surf once. I couldn't get back to my house by the time I was getting home. They closed all the roads up. I couldn't get home. Um, will there be a rematch? I think definitely. There'd have to be. I reckon there'd have um, to be. I, I'm not quite sure, to be honest. But the thing is, is like he doesn't need to. So, no. you know. Well, Linares would like to. Loma doesn't well, need to. Well, of course to. you'd want to because you lost. You want to... Get that win yeah, back. I think mm. I, I think he was ill with himself. Yeah. If he didn't get up for the I'd ten, be ill after a shot like that to live up. Stayed on boxing. Loma just outclassed him. It was great. Linares yeah. was an absolute warrior, yeah. like you expect. Yeah. And he went in the bigger and looked at sometimes the quicker man. He was by far the more powerful. But Lomachenko's style of fighting, which you've never seen before, and you'll probably never see again. No. To be perfectly he's honest, he's like just absolutely phenomenal, and he, he he deserved the win, and he got there. Um, yeah. The only question is, like, where next for him? Yeah. Who, who's going to fight him at, at that point? we've seen way? a chink in his armour, right? We've finally seen him dropped, which we haven't seen yeah. before. He walked straight onto that, right? He walked straight onto it, but did yeah. you see his it. ass was up as soon as it hit the canvas? Yeah. He was up and in the corner shaking his head. So that's demoralising. Yeah. You've caught him with your best shot. He's come up like a fucking springboard <laughs> yeah, no. and looks at you like you're, like you're a pussy. Yeah. And he's gone, nah, I'm good. Well, that's like that. that, that but that's like fighting mm. Triple G. Mm. You can oh, hit him with everything you've got. Yeah, it, I mean, you've got. And he laughs at well, you. Yeah, everything I've got, he would laugh at that. He'd be like, "Tickle me, Elmo." Bringing Triple G in, um, obviously he he won his fight as well. That we was we was doing the podcast at that round two, wasn't round it? two. Yeah, so again, he's going to move on. Do we ever see Lama and Triple G 
I know ah. there's a massive weight difference there, but Loma's actually come out and said, I'll fight anyone at any weight. Yeah. So no. I'm not bothered. So, uh, like, Triple G, he's going to start running out of opponents because people don't want to fight him. It's kind of like the all. It goes back to the thing, do you run winks against Black Caviar? Do you know when you got two absolute yeah. fireballs? Would it happen, though? That's one of the questions. I mean, you could have raised those differences. two against each other. Like, Winks could have run up 1,400 or 1,600 to yeah. up Black Caviar, but it's the case of, do you really want to see two amazing mares of this sport? Do you ever reckon we're going to get a throw a podcast without Winks getting a run? Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> no. It's just going we're unboxing and you I bring personally in all think, racing. I personally think it'll happen. It was happen. a comparison and a bloody yeah, good one. Yeah, it was, it was, it was. It was I well personally done. think, I think Triple G will come down weight and I think Lomer will go up. And I reckon, I reckon, I think it's a fight that everyone wants to see. Who would you, who would you put your money on? <sighs> that is a tough one. I'd go Lomer. I, but the thing is, is like oh, with such yeah, a significant weight difference for both of them to come up and come down, that's going to change their fight game immensely as well too. So it's is it going to be the fight that we want to see? Because they're, no, they've got to change everything about. Because the, 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 the speed and agility, the speed and agility goes with Lomachenko all day long. He makes Triple G look mm. like a snail. But they say that he people would, wanna, he would dance around him and mm. make him look like a slug in, yeah. in, in, in force of combat. Hmm. Interesting though, yeah. very interesting. I, I just love. I, I, I just don't think it's one that should happen. No, I, I'm one of those people that's just like, I don't want to see it because I don't want to see them change so significantly in the way I they think, fight. Because you, you say everyone wants to see it, but it was like when we finally saw Manny and um, Mayweather. Mayweather fight and everyone just went, oh, like that's seven years too late. And now, yeah. you know, we, yeah, we, begged for it, we begged for it. We begged for it. It finally happened. And it was such a letdown. And you're like, yeah. well, the, the you know, I don't want that to be happening to them either. No, you don't. But it's the anticipation, will it, won't it? You know, the everyone, it will be packed out. It would be a pay-per-view mm. record. And it, it's about, unfortunately, boxing. Have we said it many times? Money rules that, that sport. Yeah. Massive it does, hard, it, it does really. But again, you've, you've got to have some form of... You're right, the, the Pacquiao Mayweather fight was just one that was on everybody's lips for 10 years. And it, and it came at the wrong time. Another one that's been on the lips for many, many times, there's massive hatred in the UK with Chris Eubank and Nigel Benn. They uh, hate each other. Really? Chris Eubank was calling out Nigel Benn, saying, I want to fight again. Nigel Benn's 53. No, no, it was the other way around, wasn't it? Nigel yeah, Ben's no, calling. No, 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 it was, it was you, Ben, calling him out. I think I've seen this before out. in the movie Rocky when Rocky comes out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Which one, right. Rocky 8? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, well, now, now, they're back on it again. They're Are back they? on about calling each other out. Now, have you seen Nigel Ben recently on the pads? No. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, fuck yeah, I that. have. Uh, do you know what, though? Haven't we got a friend, Chris Carmen? We could probably get... Get him on and see. Uh, we'll yeah. have a chat about uh, uh, what what the chances are of that happening. He's pretty close with Nigel. Nigel Ben. Yeah, Nigel Ben actually lives in Australia now and does a lot with Hillsong. He does. He does a lot with PCYC out in yeah. the, in Western Sydney as well. So he's uh, he's developing a lot of great youth coming out of. Well, Carmen's obviously got area. the uh, Johnny Lewis fight nights, which is happening that's now as well Thursday. too. So that's yeah. Thursday night at, and uh, at the Star. Yeah, Tim Zoo fights. Tim Zoo's coming uh, coming through the ranks. Doesn't he have a knockout punch? Oh. <laughs> His dad, wasn't yeah. it? Mm. So, it's very interesting the boxing landscape at the moment and uh, Australia. Yeah, there's a cracking young fight there. He's going to be fine in the main event. Uh, Jack Brubaker. Oh, right. he's he's brilliant. He got he got stopped last time with a bad cut on his eye, but he he was all over Chris George, the kid from Toowoomba. Yeah, he was all over him. So Jack Brubaker is is one to really have a look at. He's a, a vicious, ferocious puncher, and he just throws him from all angles and doesn't stop. Yeah, that that will be great. What about yourself, Renee? Have you got have you got any fights coming up? Yeah, well, I'm just trying to get back into it at the moment. So obviously, I hurt my knee pretty bad at the start of the year. So I've just started moving around doing pads again, um, but I haven't started sparring yet. So I haven't done anything where it's 
you know, pads, you know where they are and where they're coming from. When you start yeah. sparring, you know, you get, you get yeah, in all directions. Back, <laughs> really, <laughs> you know what? It'd be really good to follow you uh, when you start training. Yeah, you know, definitely. And getting reports every week and see how you go. And yeah, well, I, I want to try and have another couple more amateur fights. And then um, my coach and I have sort of been sitting down seriously and chatting about sort of maybe looking into the pro circuit. So, wow. okay. there you which will be exciting. So, something you different. first. Oh, <laughs> exclusive. Video. Exclusive. I'll, I'll get all, yeah, maybe we'll get I'll all be on the uh, Johnny Lewis fight. Renee's a pro. Excellent. I know exactly where you're going with that little shit. One no comments. No comments. <laughs> <laughs> Danzy, welcome in. Now, you had a beautiful Mother's Day the last time we spoke to you. Uh, you had a lot going on. Have you played this week, though? Mate, I've just pulled up to the ground now. Oh, just pulled so up to the ground, so... Hoping for some good news from the coach. There we go. Well, you missed a bit there. You, you skipped past Mother's Day, and he, he thought he might get lucky on Mother's Day if he yeah, played no, his card right. Yeah, you well, did, did you play someone, that? Someone got lucky on Mother's Day. But hey! Hey! You're on turkey, you. Who have you got this hey. week, big fella? We've got the Tuggeranong. I don't know what they call themselves these days. doesn't matter anyway. We'll, we'll beat them today. <laughs> brilliant, brilliant. Uh, so what, what about the team this week? Well, a lot of injuries this week. We're getting smashed left, right and centre at the moment, but uh, I'm sort of, there's a silver lining to that because it gives things a little inside running perhaps, but uh, <laughs> we'll see how we go. Well, look, we're pretty confident though. We'll definitely be the underdogs today, but uh, we'll beat these bikes. It's a funny place, Tugger and all, I can tell you. It's uh, <laughs> a bit rough out here, honestly. It's kind of out in the middle of nowhere, isn't it? Oh, it's in the middle. I'll tell you what, every every person you walk past looks like they've... they've uh, Smash more joints than arthritis. I can <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're not usually the intimidating, intimidating places to go to, are they? Well, it's not intimidating. It's just that the insurance for me car goes up five hundred percent if I sell them on Hey, um, so if you if you don't get picked for first grade, are you going to play uh, Reggie's, Sanza? Well, that'll be the plan, mate. I do have some incriminator photos of Brian Hogan, the reserve grade coach, with his coach and stuff, so can always use that as a bit of leverage. Uh, and where, uh, well, where, um, where do you play? Do you play outside backs? Me? No, 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 mate. I'm in the middle somewhere, anywhere. No position for me. I don't need a position. They just he's a robot. stand in the middle, yeah, he's, stand he's, in the middle he's and don't let him pass. He's a utility, man. He can play anywhere. That's right. That's yeah, right. Oh. Mate. He can kick goals. He can score tries. He can flick 30-yard passes. No problem. No, I haven't scored one since 2004, and I'm feeling good today. I've got a bit of a tick. <laughs> Are you, um, so how's the Reggies going? Reggies are going good. Reggies are going good at the moment, actually. They're sort of propping up the club. The first grade and 18s are struggling a bit lately, but Reggies are going real good. So I expect them to win the comp, actually. So... Oh, excellent. Hey, hey Sansy, yeah. mate, look, there's a bit of biff back in the game after last night, the Melbourne and Manly oh. game. What do you think about that? How yeah, bloody good. Hurricane, bring it back right in. <laughs> Leave the rest out for the Get first 10 minutes and ring-a-ding-ding. Let's see what we can do. <laughs> hey, mate, uh, well, we'll go get, let you prepare for your game today. I know you've really got to get in the mindset. Go the Bulls! Yeah, well, I need to know, I need to know if I'm playing. I need an answer fairly quickly because there's a couple of couple of uh, couple of great Northerns sitting on the on the bar <laughs> that I might have to open if I'm not getting a run. Hundred percent straight on them. Rehab is always important. Oh, Chris, are you there, mate? I am, mate. I just um, I had gotten in a bit of trouble at work the other day because I was uh, I was trying to show everyone from the show and I, I had the phone open. Yeah. You know, you what's that thing you you do the Insta Instagram or something? Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> 
Mate, are you short of a quid? Do you need a shirt? <laughs> I'm short of a few quid, mate. If you've got them, send hey, them my way. Mate, honestly, I'm going through and the blokes at work thought I was on, you know, the Tinder, but the one for the blokes like blokes, they thought I was on that. I said, Grinder. That's not what it's about. <laughs> <laughs> I've actually had guy mates of mine tell me that they had to unfollow Chris because they felt like they'd wake up in the morning and just looking at softcore porn. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like he's a great bloke, he's uh, awesome, but I just can't keep looking at him shirtless all the time. Scare a police ass. All right, guys, listen, ring a ding ding. I'll uh, hopefully got some good news for you next week. Slip across for one, mate. Slip across. Go on, <laughs> See, <you>. See you later. <laughs> See you later. Well, Sansy seems in good spirits. Uh, all fingers crossed that the, the injuries sort of open the door up for him to be able to have a little bit of patter around the paddock. Have yeah. a dig. Paddock. I want to see it. 2004. That's just a shit long time without a try, isn't it? That's like, it sounds like your career, that Carlo. Well, you kind I, I of was, want to give him the ball so he doesn't do the nudie run every week. Well, I was going to say I was the king of the nudie run. Yeah. I did all right, man. I, mean, I always made sure I got a nice early try in, stealing balls from everyone and just getting over the line as quickly as possible. <laughs> so, yeah, I, you know, and, and scoring goals. I've already scored a goal for my over 35. So there you I'm go. You're fine. Yeah. The world can all breathe a sigh of relief. <laughs> hey, uh, speaking of football, I guess let's talk about the, the NRL. We leave the, the best to last. A um, lot, lot of stuff to sort of chat about there. I sort of had a bit of a, a rant on Facey the other day because what about touch football now being the curtain raiser for NRL? Yeah, it's, it's a perfect me, segue. It's the way the, it's the, way the game's well, going. Yeah, true. The Biff's out. The shoulder one, <laughs> the Biff isn't now. No, we'll it's not. About it's that. back, baby. She's back. back. <laughs> well, let's say the shoulder charge is gone. Everything's gone. The contact's gone. The Biff's gone. It's all gone. So it just sounds perfect. Why not play touch? It's yeah, but it just pisses me off when there's so many different pathways that should be playing before it. And, I mean, you speak to a lot of the former players and they said, you know, there's sometimes the best time was you'd rock up and you'd see the under-20s play or some of the, you know, Reggie's play and then they play. And yeah. even from the perspective of when they were Reggie's or, or what have you, they used to love how the first graders would come and, and watch them play and that was, you know, sort of inspired them to sort of play on. You've got the women's game, which is growing as well too. Yeah. Why do a sport that has... You're no, right. no rugby league pathway. You're right. It's an incredible pathway for, for the young up-and-coming kids. You know, you've got all these, like you say, the first graders they look up to. You're playing on their pitch. You're playing in their colours. You've got them in the crowd watching you. And it's kind of that, that's where I want to be. And it drives you even harder through the week to get there for the weekend. It, it, it's brilliant the fact that they used to play the curtain raises that way. And, and I'm actually with you there. It's, uh, it's a little bit shit that they switch it. I, I think... And I've said this to you, you know, I think they, I think we're really losing touch with the game. Yeah. I think the governing body um, has made so many changes that we forgot what our identity really is. And I think with uh, the, the pre-game, you know, I used to love going there and you would see, uh, you know, the under-20s, the reserve grade or the interest Super Cup and then you're playing first grade. But now they're saying, oh, the groundsmen won't allow it and it'll turn the pitch up I'm just going wait a minute this is our it's product it's happened since the day like yeah, no, the dawn of time crazy, there's been crazy. three or four games on there you can't be that crazy. precious about it princesses crazy. man isn't it like princess, <laughs> what's the reason for it have they injected some money into well, the game are they playing yeah, are they, well, there, are there's, they paying yeah. well, well yeah. the NRL have taken it over there we go yeah um, but I mean the biggest thing for it like it, I've gone to a couple of rugby league matches and, and a few people sort of mentioned it during my rant is that they turned up and there's been no game on beforehand because they've taken the NYC see away mm -hmm. in terms of that I actually thought the Entrust Super Cup was then meant to be the curtain raiser that was a replacement for it um, I know South obviously have the New South Wales women's comp that plays on before their games but yeah. so these people are playing paying 
shitloads of money to go to these games and then only getting one game now and it's just like a ghost town before the game. So, you know, there's no fanfare like what you see with the Swannies and and alike and you go in there and it's just one game. Well, the beautiful thing, no other sport does it and I think that was our our point of difference. You know, we we, it was a family day. You used to come around kids, there'd be no one knocking around, they'd be running around halftime, you know, just messing around and kicking a football. It used to happen with me, I'd I'd play in the academy at Leeds, I was 16, 17, I'm playing on, I'm playing at Headingley. And you know, and then and then at the end of the at the end of the day, at the end of your game, you come off, and the first team there, they high five you. It makes you feel like a yeah. superstar, yeah, a yeah, sixteen yeah. year old brand you're new professional. Yeah. It makes you feel that way. And then they would always have something that we would do at the start of the game before the before the first grade came on, mm-hmm. and it made you feel so much more part of the club yeah. than you did when you trained in their colours on a different pitch. It made you feel like you was actually at that club and worth it. I totally agree. I, 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 again, I, I've been saying this for a number of years. I think we're, we're slowly uh, getting people in who are finance people into our sport and not enough uh, experience of what the sport was about. And I think it's starting to show now because there's been major decisions that are not for the best interest of our sport. And, yeah. and it's sad. It's really sad. And to be honest, like I, it kind of turns me off a little bit. Yeah, But I tell you what. It's had a bit more of a spike this weekend, hasn't oh, it? Didn't we all get turned on then? Didn't we? The biff always with Melbourne and Manly, though. It's, it's been for years. Remember Adam Blair, Blair and the that Stewart brothers? Yeah. The Battle yeah. of Brookie. Walking off yeah. the pitch and it's on again. <laughs> it was good. And that and that's what used to, and sadly it did used to get you going. Yeah. It used to get you really excited. And the game would become more aggressive then and, and you know, there'd be a lot more passion within. And it's losing so much, but I tell you what, of all the people that throw the first one, I didn't think it would be Curtis Scott. <laughs> no, no. But if you watch the interaction there, it's a little bit of grief back, front to back, and he's sent, but then he's turned around and said something to Curtis Scott. Yeah, but Dylan Walker, wa- you're talking about, by the Dylan way. Yeah. Dylan yeah. Walker's turned around and said something to Curtis Scott. Now, what it is, I don't know. I would love to know. Yeah. If anybody does know, please message me and tell me. Yeah, but sledging, you know, you've got to take it. I, yeah. I, I don't know if that's a that's an excuse to throw a punch. Like, um, listen, it's words, isn't it? Really, mm. if you yes, do something, is. if you do something to you nasty, like gouges your eyes out, I get yeah. that. I get that. Yeah, yeah, squirrel grip. Yeah, the chat really shouldn't be doing, uh, <laughs> inflicting nah, that I, much. Do you know what? And I reckon bellyache. Uh, bellyache will be a bit dirty there. That, you know, we've lost the player and. And lost, and lost the game, basically. So, you know, there's a lot of a letdown as a young kid, but sledging, I, I'm all for sledging. I love it. Absolutely love it. But the Shut fact the fact of the matter is you can't react to it if you if you give it you've got to take it as well yeah absolutely said the vicar well I mean the the the, uh, the um the oh, punch that landed yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, the punch that landed on Dylan Walker is it's basically ended up with him with a suspected fractured eye socket too it blew up straight away oh, it was yeah, huge yeah. Oh, good dinner but I guess from that you go on to the send-offs mm. that we sort of speak about and oh, how inconsistent, yeah. yeah, the sin bins and, and that's mm. happening at the moment. <clears throat> in that fight, Api Kurosawa was another one who sort of came in. So, yeah. you know, there was quite a few in terms of what deems a send-off now. See, the th- and that's the it's thing. changed in every single game. Curtis Scott, okay, I fully understand the send-off. <laughs> I'm glad he did it. I'm glad he threw something back into the game and, and I'm glad I was there to watch it. But he... <laughs> He threw the punch and he got sent off. Fair enough. Dylan Walker got sin bin for copying a black eye in a fractured <laughs> eye socket. Yeah. I don't understand that. Yeah. But, well, no, he went off with HIA. 
But the hooker came. No, he got ten minutes. Got ten minutes. I got ten as yeah. well. I, no, but the hooker came in and threw exactly the same punch and only got ten minutes. Why is he not off? That's yeah. my argument again in the lack of consistency through the ruling. But that, again, Simbin in across the board has been a lot stronger this year than it has in, in previous. And I think the, with a team warning, I really get that. Yeah. You know, if you're constantly giving penalties away, you do a team warning, and then the next one goes for ten. I well, have no problem with that. They, they did, did earlier in the game. Did that? Yeah, Manly yeah. got some. Manly got right. Well, that worked. And and obviously, the same thing happened anyway. in the, the Penrith game. That's why Mez got sent off. Trent Merrin got sent yeah, off. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Because it was warning, that. warning, warning, and then team one. But I agree with you with that. If if you throw a punch, you sent you sent off. If that's the direction, that's fine. Mm. Okay, you sent off, and then Coruscant comes in third man and clearly whacks someone clean in the face, and it's there to everyone to see. And for maybe Simbind for that, it, it's just it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Mm. And I think, um, well, a good, a good friend of ours is Frank Panisi. And yeah. He was blown up royal, but that, there was a reason behind that. He one, went, yeah. he, he, his 10 minutes in, but only lasted eight minutes. Yeah. And he was back on. So they, they sort of, the, the boys kept, the NRL officials let them back on. Um, so that's where they, but NRL have basically turned around and said, no, it's up to club officials to keep time of it. So Fox called it out because obviously, you know, it, yeah. the time starts as soon as the pl- the clock restarts. Yeah. So as soon as that starts, that's the 10 minutes. Yeah. So these players came back on with eight minutes and 16 seconds or something like that. So there was huge blow ups over that. And that's why Frank was going off. And, it, the, and if you know Frank, one He's of the most like placid people, yeah. you, know, you, you could... You tell him there's a bomb next to him and he'd walk out <laughs> quietly. So for him to blow up, obviously he needs to feel hard done by, and, and, and so and so be it. And rightly so. But guess what? The Biff's back and we love it. And who cares? <laughs> and in saying that, if you're a gambler, I know Nay is. She she loves a punt. <laughs> there's there's one or two results come out of the weekend, which I didn't really expect. You said mm. you called it. Yeah. I, I was quite surprised that the Roosters went down to the Broncos. Yeah, I, w- uh, I picked yeah, Broncos I on that. I would, I wouldn't pick that, but you said you called it. Yeah, I called. It. I just feel like Roosters are still too inconsistent. Um, I mean, Broncos coming off of the back of a pretty nasty loss to Manly the week before. Mm. I think that was a big wake up call for them. Mm. Um, I picked the Manly game as well too. I just thought they were due, and I also felt bad if I didn't pick Manly. But <laughs> do you know what though? I think there was a lot of inconsistency in the, in, in that Rooster mm. in the Roosters' performance. Yeah. Some really, really a lot of mistakes. Uh, yeah, amazing parts, and then yeah. uh, like. Teddy's not injecting himself as nowhere near as he should do, and I think he's still a bit lost. But then there's other things that Cooper Cronk and Teddy are doing, and are amazing. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. uh, it's what about James if- Roberts? Holy shit, that kid's got some time. Latre- oh. That best battle was amazing. That oh. battle with Latrell Mitchell wow. and James Roberts yeah. was amazing, and it toed and froed. And um, Latrell got the best of James Roberts. James yeah. Roberts comes back. You know, Latrell Mitchell every time was trying to get into his face, but because he's so flight flight footed, he just stepped round him yeah. twice. He did it, and then when he's in full flight, he's a bit hard to stop, mm. isn't it? I don't remember where I read it. it. Was another player that put it up on their social media? It was like you know when you're a little kid and you just give the ball to the fast kid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly the way it looked. He just ran rings around yeah, everyone. He did. He did. Broke and, some ankles. And even the um, the winger who came on and scored the winning. The winning game was outstanding, mm. you know. Like to, he went for he was going to go for the field goal. That it was closed down, and then just got him got himself into open space, broken rugby league, and, and away you went. It Boys, was- girls, don't want to interrupt. We've got our first live caller. <laughs> Who is it? Sasha, <laughs> tell Carlo the fuckhead to accept my live request. So, Carlo, your Instagram attempt at getting a live video is clearly fucked because you don't accept people. Anyway, back to rugby league. The Titans beat the Knights. Did yeah. you expect that? I didn't, no, I didn't uh, see that coming. Definitely didn't say that no. one. That was one I didn't pick at all. Kalen Ponga, though, outstanding again. Mm. Uh, the, the, again, we're going to talk about Origin, but... 
We'll go yeah. straight into it. That many players Magic put their players. hand up this week. It was ridiculous. And I like I'd hate to be Freddie Fittler at the moment. He's it's first world problem. It's a good job. It's a yeah. good job to have. But again, it's the same as like the France coach. It, yeah. If you get that wrong, then your head's on the chopping board. Oh yeah. I you think you'll I mean? be given a few series, I reckon, Freddie. Oh, without a doubt. But, yeah, but so let, let's put it for the Blues, you got Luke Kearer, mm. Nathan, sorry, Luke Kearer, yeah, Nathan Clearer, <laughs> and then you've got James Maloney, okay. Now, we're hearing that Luke Kearer actually played really well. He, he set mm. a number of tries up, scored two himself. Yeah. Um, Nathan Clearer, he's just back from a knee, uh, knee injury and was outstanding, a little bit fatigued, yeah. understandably. And then James Maloney, do you pick James Maloney if Without you're going to pick... Clearer. Or do you pick Nathan Cleary and James Maloney because they're partner? Or do you take Luke Cleary because he's obviously fit and he's playing good football? Well, then the history... Sorry. No, no, no. Now, the call is the talk is always, are they origin ready? Yeah. We hear this term a lot. Are they origin ready? It's a big step up. It is a big step up. Well, they're delivering around that. you're only going to get origin ready if you get into if those you get into big origin, games. Yeah. Exactly. You know? I think it's completely different for every player that sort of steps up there. But you've got to look. I mean, the thing with Maloney is, you know, suspect defence. That's basically what, you know, Freddie keeps saying to him and, and that's something he needs to work on and he's aware of it. But I don't think you can look past that partnership. And that's what you, you want players to bind quickly when they get into that origin environment and know each other, not have players that sort of haven't really worked around each other for that long. Well, I mean, that's it, like Penrith. They're, they're flying at the minute. They're, they're looking kind of unstoppable. St. George play this afternoon. I'm sure by the time this yeah. goes to work, we'll know the result. But yeah, of course. <laughs> it's but hard to go George past them at home. Yeah. yeah. It, it's interesting. I, I really like the change in regards to you know, who's on top, who's yeah. not. And I think... Um, <laughs> Just like your sex life. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah no one. Uh, one <laughs> no thing one. I, I do feel for is Brad Arthur at the moment. Yeah. You know, can't... And, and there's effort there. You can't dispute that. But things, the ball's not bouncing for him and... Yeah, it's a real tough time for Parramatta. What do they do? Do they change the guard? I don't think that's the question. I think yeah. I think they need to. I think Brad Arthur is the right person. I think they need to show a bit of stability and consistency in a very ter, um, a very very dysfunctional type of family there in regards to board and board and football team. So um, yeah, feeling for him right now. Yeah, well, one player that I'm feeling for it would have been a hard decision to make. It was retirement from uh, State of Origin in Cam Smith on the in the Queensland mm, camp. Yeah. That's that's an interesting one, isn't it's it? Isn't it? Well, yeah, I, bit, I don't bit, know. A bit weird for me. Just it's I, very weird. I just think the timing. No lead up. Yeah, the timing. You know, is there more to it? There's lots of rumours going around, which um, you know I, I you don't I, really want to buy into. I'm not going to buy yeah. into or anything what like that. But it, it's just very, really, really strange how uh, you know just weeks before it's going to be announced that it's it's very strange especially from a captain that's led the Maroons for so many victories mm. and so successfully for so long for him to then two weeks out from camp go yeah look I'm uh, I'm not going to play it this year or ever again ever again yeah <laughs> and, and and it's weird and then you kind of go okay does that throw into question his representative honors for his country as well well, yeah, we'd have to be if you're yeah, not origin, playing origin, origin Australians is the, yeah. out too. Yeah, mm. but it's, there's a bigger question here now. Why? A bit of a headache for Walters as well because he almost retired on the spot as well too. <laughs> See him sweating, <laughs> sorry, at the, sweating at the presser. He's just like, but, well, I'd like to announce my retirement. Yeah, <laughs> but with Cam, he does, he, he, <laughs> not only is he the captain, he's obviously the hooker, which is the first person who touches the ball in, in most games, and then uh, you've got the kicker. <laughs> he's the kicker as well. Yeah. Lots of shoes to fill in regards to who who takes them roles on. More than that is the leader. He's yeah, led them for so long. He's dictated the way they play. He's dictated, dictated defensively. He's dictated the way other oppositions play. 
He's been, no. he's been like a, an assistant coach, yeah. to be honest. Mm. Well, that's the, the thing. And so when the retirement came out, he's basically said that he was still going to be involved in some capacity. So he's mm. still going to be around them. So you're still going to have that off-field leadership and that presence still around. Obviously, it makes a big change on the on the field. But, you know, the names that have been throwing around are like Darius Boyd's, whether he's in form or not to get picked at the moment, your Billy Slater's. Uh, the captain. Yeah, Greg Inglis has been thrown up there as well too. So, you know, there's still a lot of old heads about yeah, and experience about and leaders within that camp. Who do you think for the hooking role? Well, McCulloch would be, have to be uh, – he's sort of been showing his hand that. at the he, moment. He came, he's a tumble lad. Well, yeah. not Dolby lad, actually. But, um, yeah, he's, I think he's I think he's good enough. I think mm. there was a good battle there with Friend and yeah. McCulloch on the weekend. I, I, to be honest, I think uh, McCulloch actually edged it. Yeah. Friend is a, a cracking a cracking lad and a, and a cracking you know gladiator, but I, ju- I just think – I just think that McCulloch uh, just provides a little bit more. Yeah, definitely. Well, um, I mean, there's off origin, we sort of move on to some of the other names that are getting thrown around at the moment is the return of players such as uh, Todd Carney, for one. Where, where do you guys sit on that at the moment? Well, yeah, he's um, he, he pulled he pulled up uh, the pins, didn't he, and, and, and left Townsville uh, because obviously his mother's um, been diagnosed with cancer, which is mm-hmm. awful, and we wish her all the best and him all the best, mm-hmm. and I understand why he did that. Uh, but now he's, he's proven hard for him to to find a a start here back in Sydney. Now there's rumours about North Sydney, and um, you know South's coming out quite strongly and saying, well, if you if you choose him, it's against our wishes, and we'll cut ties. Now, wow, you know that's putting a real stamp on on the culture that you expect within your ranks, isn't it? I think I think Todd Carney now is not the Todd Carney of five or six years ago. I think you know he, he's a mature man now, and I think. Um, you know, he deserves an opportunity. Uh, well, in the sport again. that gives opportunity to people, for example, I mean, we spoke about it at the very start of the year with Matt Lodge, you'd have to expect, you know, he has brought the game into disrepute on a number of occasions. But if you're giving opportunities back for players, you know, yep. and you've got to stick with that theme, right? Like it Absolute. works for the Matthew consistency. Lodge. Yeah, yeah, yeah you, do, you do the same with him. You gave him another chance. And yeah. when, when Wayne Bennett was asked why, he said, because he's a bloody good player. That's yeah. why Todd Carney's a very, very good player. Yes, he's had many chances. Yes, he's m- messed them up a lot. So did Matthew Lodge. So how do you but give one the without the other? Rugby league is the game that continues to give players chances. Yeah. Like that's the way it is. But I, with this, not so much. I personally think if I was Brad Arthur, I'd, I'd have a look at that. But purely because I think Moses, uh, even though a good player he is, okay, had a stinker on the, uh, you know, in the last game. And, and I think... There is no, there is no one behind Moses to to actually push him to 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 succeed or perform. I think you need someone like Todd Khan to say, well, this is yours and we'll, you'll work together. But if you, if you have a, if you don't have a, if you have a poor performing game, then I'll replace you with Todd Khan. And Todd Khan will step in and a bit like Benji Marshall did at Broncos and it reignited him. Yeah, and I yeah. think. And, and it's role. like that you say, yeah, he's had many, many chances. But have a look at the insignificant fucking things that he's done. One of his mates has leaked a video of him pissing into his own mouth. All right. Does he really upset the team that much? I don't really think he does. I think he slots in well with most teams, a lot better than Jared Hayne does. But it was more the, the fact that, you know, he got done drink driving. He crashed his car drink driving. Exactly. Um, that, that's, you know, I mean, yeah. Yeah, I mean, those those are unacceptable. But, yeah. but, but the, the what the really crossed the T was. Yeah, but I think that's they sat there and just went, this is the last, yeah. you know, the yeah. last straw. You, you know, they've got all these instances that have sort of... I think potentially, you know, with the, the, the bad news about his mother and everything else, yeah. is he's had, finally had that wake-up call. Mm-hmm. And if he, if he comes, like Matthew Lodge did with his height in his hand and said, look, I've changed, I'm not the person I was, I'm still a mm-hmm. great player. 
and I can give you the discipline that you need to yeah. go with it too as well. Or then I think you'd be stupid not to give him a chance because he's an incredible talent. Yeah. Well, he's sprint coaching now as well too. So I think there's an agility group with Roger Fabry um, that work out of the Parklands. Um, so he's coaching there as well too. So at least, he, you know, we're seeing him apply himself and now passing on some of his skills. He, he's doing rugby league specific training. So Yeah, because failing that, you wouldn't let Tiger Woods play again, would you? <laughs> no. No, <laughs> no, I, I, exactly. I think, I think, yeah. Anyway, there's an opportunity there. Another one that's uh, making the rounds is Ben Barber. Mm. He's absolutely Billy killing Barber. it. Yeah. Absolutely killing it. Uh, two, getting, getting a brace every week, you know, um, and there's a lot of talk about him coming back, um, coming back to the Sharks as well, which I, I found really odd. Yeah, um, it called in St. Helens, is it? Uh, <laughs> well, crazy, mate, to be honest, uh, but who replaces him? I think we, we've talked about Ke Kevin Naguama. Mm. Hasn't played for the West Tigers for the last two weeks. Yeah, not injured or... No, so uh, is he going to go to St. Helens and then is Benny Barber going to go to the West Tigers? Yeah. Personally, I think that's a better fit than the Sharkies. But um, well, the Sharkies are doing like weird so You wouldn't expect anything at the moment to come out of them that'd be surprising. Like I think it was Shane Flanagan came out uh, with, about the Trent Hodkinson trade to go to Manly. And he said, I don't know Manly anything. Like he's, Trent can stay, he'll be staying here at the Sharks next week. He was announced as a Manly player. So you've got to look at the sharks and just go, what's going on? Uh, smokes and mirrors, isn't it? Yeah. I think, I, 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 you know, in a world where we want to be honest and not deceptive, I think there's a real culture in this professional sport where deception, if you're not, if you're not going to, it's better, you're better to say nothing than actually say anything yeah. uh, because you just look, end up looking like a tool. And I think, um, I think Flano did there. I think he looked like a bit of an idiot. So, um, Anyway, uh, it is what it is. But Benny Barber to return, I reckon, in the next couple of weeks. Ooh. I'm going to give you a question here, which is probably totally irrelevant. Um, <laughs> and it wouldn't really it. matter by the time that this goes to it anyway. But what are your predictions for the day? Come on, you telling me you keep picking all these scores <laughs> that nobody would expect. So what do you reckon? Um, I've definitely, I've gone Saints. Yeah. Saint yeah. Good. So I just think that's a stock standard one. Yeah. Um, and the Sharks and the Bulldogs. Who are you going there? Shark Park. I have Bulldogs. Mm, really? Yeah. Yeah. Carlos, do you agree? Um, where's it at? Shark Park? Yeah, no, I'm mm -hmm. going to say Sharkies. Yeah. Hard to be at home. You'd be tough to go against them there, wouldn't mm. you? But St. George to play the Raiders, I reckon that might be. Where's a, it at? St. George. Nah. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna stay with the two home teams there. Not that it means anything, but you know, we've <laughs> we've bored you people for over an hour now, so um <laughs> Well, good sesh. Don't forget, rate, subscribe, find us on Instagram and Facebook. Boys, great session. Isn't it amazing how, how much work we get done with sesh, isn't it? Yeah, I feel like I'm he's sober. The, yeah. the whiteboard worked. Yay! <laughs> yeah, and Chris is sober. What is this? I this don't is like brilliant. it. All right, over and out. Laters.